now Craig Cording. All right. Did we have any news stories? Um, oh, also, I should populate the next game club. Yeah. So, okay. Let's see. Uh, I did have this on the docket before Jim brought it up. The Ubisoft full-screen pop-up ad. Okay. I did see that, actually. Yes, now that mm-hmm. you mention it. Did you have it from TechSpot, uh, or did you have it from I somewhere else? I had it else? from, well... Yeah, I, gotta, I had it from a couple places. I had it from uh, Tweet Town, which also has their, or a tweet about what's going on with it. Yeah. Or, you know, Assassin's, or Ubisoft Assassin's Creed account uh, talking about, yeah, why it was there. But at the same time, damn. So, let me get that up. And also, look, uh, fire up my notebook so I can listen to some music and not have to worry about the main computer. <laughs> Probably not a bad idea, right? Probably not. Alright, close that. Oh. Oh my god. Undo that. Paste without formatting. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Gamers enraged at Ubisoft. As they should be. I also hope that I was on the right page for show notes. Alright, so there was that one. Did you say there was another one? Yeah, we had a... I had a couple I wanted to kind of get into, uh, possibly. Okay. Also, let me put the right date. Yeah, maybe we should start doing these more than twice a month. <laughs> yeah. Can... I, I, I'm half joking, because... Yeah, life, right? Yeah. Technically, that falls under Community Corner, so mm-hmm. let me cut that there, and paste that there. There we go. Woo! What's my schedule look like tomorrow? Okay. Please be light schedule. Well, I'll get uh, evening shift, which I also have my Sunday shift back now. Oh, I, I didn't get to tell you this one. I'm officially better than nothing. That's good, I think. Okay, so... So the general manager at the restaurant was looking to cut labor costs. So she decided to not have me in on backup this Sunday, or this past Sunday. Now tell me, what was this past Sunday? Uh, not counting uh, smart-ass answers like the 26th. Well, I mean, it was the the Sunday after Thanksgiving? Which is also the busiest travel day of the year. Oh, or good one point. of them. Good point. They got absolutely fucking slammed. And Matt slash Chicken Sensei went thermonuclear on Kathy, my uh, general manager, for not having me there. <laughs> I mean, according to the manager that I was, or uh, the, okay, so there's the hierarchy of, Kathy's the general manager for the store. Joe is uh, one of the crew chiefs, along with uh, uh, Zach as the other one. And then there's Missy, who is like a manager level, but not yeah, full-on ma- uh, yeah, high-end management. Basically, that's like the old guard there, okay? And Missy 
tends to do openings, okay? So I come in Monday uh, to do opening uh, with uh, Missy uh, doing the front of the uh, store while I'm you know in the back doing Chicken Man stuff. Right. And uh, she asked, had I heard about Matt? I said, no. He threw it because, you know, I wasn't at the store. I, you know, I'm, it's my day off, a forced fourth day off. So, you know, I'm disconnected. I'm resting, you know, doing my thing. Right. She tells me that he went into the office and threw just a loud cussing top of his uh, 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 voice screaming at her that I wasn't there. <laughs> he, Chicken Sensei, likes you. Or more, I'm better than nothing. <laughs> because that's kind of what I've latched on. I mean, I suppose that's true, but... Uh, basically, uh, the Ludd Rush was one of the worst days that she had ever seen. And she's been there since they opened the store a few years ago. This particular branch. So, when he kept getting pulled, trying to do, like, two or three different things, and, yeah, she actually pulled me into the office the Tuesday before this, saying that I wasn't going to be on the Sunday shift because she needed to cut hours. And he knew about it. And I didn't say anything because, you know, she had already made the decision. She's put out the schedule. Figured she knew better. Turns out she didn't. Yeah, that's a common trope, though. The the yeah, yeah the failure. Uh, uh, what was it? Uh, promotion to minimal competence. Yeah, uh, Scott Adams is an utter asshole, but he's right on some things. Uh, the Dilbert uh, comic producer creator. creator uh, right? Is it uh, one of his things that he's a racist, though? Yeah. Yeah, but also broken clock, you know? Yeah, that's true. People who are racist assholes can still get stuff right mm-hmm. about the corporate world. Even though the uh, the irony is he, his big uh, to-do is you know, making fun of uh, the corporate world and being a cog in the corporate machine when supposedly he never really had an office job or it was a very brief stint. It's basically been people sending in jokes to him for ages. I truly... Like I don't, I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent because mm-hmm. you know it's after ten o'clock and mm-hmm. old and busted and all that jazz. But like, I have to say, I don't understand how so many corporations don't just topple under the weight of incompetence. Like they're propped up. It I mean, so some of them that makes sense to me. Yes, um, the really big corporations that do get so much government subsidi- uh, subsidizing and mm-hmm. bailout money and and things like that and shady uh, accounting practices. And- but I mean, from you know, on a quote unquote more local or perhaps regional perspective, like the previous clinic I worked for, um, they were they were a a mental health. Uh, what's the best way to describe it? Acquisition company called Volunteer Behavioral Health, and they they bought small clinics and brought them into their you know their fold or whatever, and then you just fell into whatever their corporate hierarchy structure was. I used to bitch about this all the time. 
And it's like, I just don't understand how they didn't collapse because it was always, you know, pay pe- you know I-, I do understand the corporate thing of like pay people as little as possible, fine. But it's like all these people who were underpaid, who were constantly cycling through, nobody knew their ass from a hole in the ground half the time. And anytime you went into like a, a conference or a, a boardroom meeting, it would be like all of the VP the VPs bickering about some asinine bullshit and us going like, hey, we need some staff and some competent trainers and some stuff to keep up with state regulations so that we all can maintain our licenses. Like, and they would just be like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, shoo. And I like, I don't, I don't understand how companies, because I mean, it was, you know, they were a a corporation that had. 500 to 1,000 employees, which is, in, in, in corporate scale, tiny. Um, mm-hmm. For an employer in this area, that's pretty big for a sort of regional company in, in my neck of the woods. But, you know, in the grand scheme of things, that's tiny. So I don't understand how that company didn't collapse under its own weight. Well, it's a, the own weight of its, its corporate incompetence. I will never understand that. And as far as I know, they're still going strong. More acquisitions I mean, all the time. I mean, the thing is that it could also be sort of like the Embracer Group, uh, because you saw about them closing down yet another developer this week, right? Yeah, I did. Where they're betting everything on future deals to be able to pay for today. You know, basically, you know, uh, putting everything on credit. Yeah. Or, you know, that could be part of this uh, strategy. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose. I just, I Along hate with that. tax loopholes and, you know, uh, yeah. technically we don't exist in this country. No, Volunteer Behavioral Health did exercise as many tax loopholes as they possibly mm-hmm. could. Really stretching those loopholes out uh, as much as, as humanly, physically possible. But... Yeah, for my, you know, for my current clinic, which is, I mean, they're, it's weird because they're also incorporated, but they're very small in comparison. We've got four clinics in total Mm -hmm. in a relatively small geographic area. It's cut, it's got a little bit of the best and a little bit of the worst of both worlds of being like a small business versus Mm -hmm. a corporation, but they're small enough that it's, there's not you know, 46 VPs to sit and argue with each other about stuff, but you still get some of the nepotism and the, the incompetence from the next couple levels up. I mean, basically at my store slash restaurant, whatever you want to call it, uh, a lot of Kathy's questionable decisions are covered over by people, you know, busting their asses. You know, uh, Joe uh, really pulling his weight, uh, Matt doing things that he really doesn't need to. Yeah, that sort of thing. Yeah. I have mixed feelings about that, too. Mm -hmm. On the one hand, it's like, absolutely, do your job, do a good job, be proud of it. But on the other hand, like, don't go too far above and beyond, because you know they don't appreciate you. uh, Well, I think for Matt, it's actually more escapism. Because from the sounds of it, he's not having a great home life right now. So part of it might just be, you know, he's out of the house, you know? Yeah, I get that. I've heard many people discuss those things. and But he also was, before I was brought on and fully trained, he was routinely doing it several double shifts uh, a week. 
I, I don't know what the story is. I know that there's one. Nobody will tell it to me. But Tristan, the other cook, uh, cannot do day shifts. And part of it may just be transportation issues. But it also sounds, uh, the way Missy said it, that, they're, that they tried him on day shift and something happened. That's very mysterious. Uh, 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 it wasn't that, you know, uh, he can't do day shifts. Uh, the way she said it was, no, we don't do him on day shifts. Which, that sounds like a story. You know? um, yeah, I'm sure. Sounds like it, yeah. Sounds I mean, like I him. mean, he's a good guy, but he gets kind of lost at times. Yeah. Or, I guess I should say overwhelmed. Which, there's times that, you know, you look at the orders coming in, it's like, oh, how the fuck am I supposed to deal with this? And I'm not even b- really building the orders. I'm in the back, you know, cooking things. It's like, okay, triage, what do I need to make first? And I think he might just be locking up on that. Yeah. Like, today, some utter asshole called in, like... I want to bet like $150 worth of uh, takeout. It had to be. So uh, in uh, the store, there's you know, monitors that show uh, the uh, uh, orders coming in, uh, you know, truncated uh, by individual uh, orders with, yeah. This one order was like three columns of stuff on it. Yeah. It had to be $150 worth of stuff, at least. And I'm just saying they're trying to add up stuff like, okay, what are they about to clean me out of first? And I think that might be what's uh, tripping up Tristan. But to be fair, I've only the uh, only time I've seen him work was when I'm working with him, so, you know, he has backup. Yeah. And this is going to make me sound like an asshole, but usually whenever we're together, I end up kind of delegating even though I'm way under seniority. Some people just really struggle with that kind of thing, though. You know, they have a hard time prioritizing, mm-hmm. or they get locked up. You mm-hmm. know, maybe he's got... And, like, you know, just spitballing stuff here. Like, you know, he might have some mm-hmm. kind of anxiety disorder, or, you know, you've talked about him potentially, like, being on the autism spectrum, or something along those lines. Like, he just might struggle if there's not a, a, a rhythm, and so he does better whenever he is, you know, essentially like given given orders, or have some sort of uh, yeah, or a set list of things to do. Yeah, uh, where it's like constantly changing for, uh, especially on evening shift, trying to figure out what I need to do next. So, but also fuck that guy in particular that. I did it right as the lunch rush started hitting. I mean, that's just a douche move. People don't always think about stuff like that, though. We don't, probably, I mean... Probably don't consider it at all. We almost never mm-hmm. do orders like that for anything. Mm-hmm. The most that I'm exposed to stuff like that would be whenever we get our drug rep lunches. But usually we, we call those in way ahead of time, or like if a if a place has an app, we'll put it on the app mm-hmm. for a specific pickup time. Yeah. And hopefully that alleviates stuff. I, I don't know. I've never worked in uh, food service. Uh, putting it in for a particular time is better because you could uh, see it on the system and prep for it, especially if it's a large order. Or I should say in at least the KFC system, all right? 
and at least with uh, you know Chicken Manning. Uh, well, Matt said it best uh, whenever he was training me is that it's not flipping burgers. You have to be a little bit more predictive. You know, you can't just make a, most things in that restaurant in sub five minutes. Yeah. So a bucket of chicken that takes fifteen. Yeah, you can't. And, and that I'm... and that's just cooking time. You're probably looking at closer to like twenty to twenty five from start to finish. Hello? Every time we talk, I want fried chicken though. Every time. <laughs> You're welcome. Um, let's let's do the rest of of the show prep and get the show on the road. Okay. So. Speaking of prepping things, yeah, 20 to 25 I've, I've, minutes. I've, I basically just cleared out the entire uh, backlog of, uh, show, uh, of uh, notes I had for uh, potential show topics. Uh, ooh, I actually had not looked at... Uh, uh, Diablo 4 is a uh, request, uh, and uh, Assassin's Creed. And Jim did bring up the Game Awards if we want to tackle the game awards this week, or do we want to leave it? Oh, let's for... leave it. I still haven't looked into anything about the game awards other than every time James Stephanie Sterling calls them the game advertisements. Uh, like on windbreaker, by the way, uh, uh, second wind has their podcast active. Uh, their first episode, they called it windbreaker, but I think now it's called slightly somewhere else. <laughs> I like windbreaker though. That's cute. well, there... This has multiple connotations because you can think of it like yeah. a fart, and I feel like they would. Mm-hmm. So wh- you, yeah, you you put a bunch of a whole bunch of stuff on here. Which ones do you want to prioritize? Uh, well, Ubisoft is of course yeah on the list because right. Yeah. Uh, we could laugh at Ubisoft as well with Skull and Bones. <laughs> if they delay it enough, they'll be uh, the in- <laughs> item again. Yeah. Uh, but that's more of just a kind of point and laugh. Uh, definitely have to talk about the Assassin's Creed pop-up thing. Yep, because, well, yeah, that's on there already. Mm-hmm. The Assassin's Creed pop-up. Uh, do we want to tackle Steam USD change for Argentina and Turkey? Because that is nasty, if you looked into it at all. I have not looked into that, but we can talk about it. I mean, I can give it a quick once-over. and Basically, uh, there was... I'm... I'm not sure if they changed from local currency to U.S. dollar. I'd have to double-check that. But some games saw a 2,800% increase in price. 28. So, I mean, a 28 times price hike. Jesus. Uh-huh. That would be wild. Because if a game, you know, is 10 bucks, mm-hmm. suddenly it becomes $280 equivalent currency. Mm-hmm. Yep. That would be wild. No... No video game is worth $280. What, not even Starfield? Especially not Starfield. Oh, <laughs> uh, hang on. I need to double check to see if that was on the... Uh... The the Starfield, the devs mm-hmm. from Bethesda yeah. Game Studios. I wouldn't say clapping back at, but definitely being like, mm, our game is this at negative reviews. <laughs> Yes. It's not quite as bad as EA's Pride and uh what was it Pride and Accomplishment thing from yes. a few years ago with Battle. It's not quite that bad, but it is um it is it's as cringy. <laughs> uh 
But, but yeah, we can go up with the currency exchange. And then I'd be up for maybe one more if you wanted to. Or we could just leave it at, at two news articles. Uh, do you see anything that jumps out at you? Since you asked me. Uh, this was basically just clearing out that folder so I could clean it. Yeah. So some of this is old, some of it is not. It's basically semi-what reverse chronological. You know what? Let's do it. Let's poke. Let's poke the Starfield bear a little more. <laughs> I mean, I only got one uh, uh, nomination at the Game Awards, and it wasn't for Game of the Year either. <laughs> yeah, I saw a, uh, a a theory that with Starfield being so on sale already mm-hmm. that despite the fact that Bethesda and Microsoft were bragging about how many uh the amount of units sold in those first two mm-hmm. weeks or whatever that it still like b- doesn't like barely scratches the surface of what they need to make back on it for the Bethesda game studios acquisition to be worth mm-hmm. it for Microsoft and they're trying to push even more sales for uh like investor or they're um, trying to get botters involved, you know? Possibly. Possibly. Boy, you really need those bot tools out now, huh? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Probably my favorite one is them uh, talking about how well, the moon was barren when astronauts landed on it. And no, I'm not joking. <laughs> yeah, no, I read that one. It's like, yes, yes, it was. But that's yeah, real great. life. And also, you know, one of the greatest achievements in human history versus... Your procedurally generated uh, shit. Your your procedurally generated me- mediocre at best game. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm also putting together my Bluetooth controller. Right. I had to get batteries, <clears throat> so I was putting that back back together before I forgot about him. Yeah, I was like, why is that dead? All right. <laughs> Do you have Audacity pulled up? Uh. Give me a moment because you know we've just been sitting here talking. So why would I load that in the background, right? Right. Okay, all set. <clears throat> oh, excuse me. <clears throat> all right, ready to record in three, two, one. Record and for the sync. Three, two, one. Sync. sync. Ooh, I think I jumped the gun there. Yeah, I was maybe a, a smidgen late, but. One and maybe a tenth of a second. But it's all right. It's all right. We'll we'll fix it in post. No, you won't. Yeah, we'll do the bare minimum in post. I don't know if we'll call it fixed, but passable. Oh, the, uh, well, I would say that's the Ubisoft model, but passable for them is, you know, kind of. How dare you compare (laughs) me to Ubisoft? It takes a lot to offend (laughs) me, sir, and that does it. I finally did it. I am many things, but a sex pest is not one of them. A pervert, yes. But I have never sexually assaulted anyone. I have regular assaulted some people back in my youth, but... Well, I was going to say, the night is still young. Well, you're too far away from me to get to you, big boy. For now. Bad touch. So, you know what? It would be a bad touch. It'd be so bad. So bad. I'd be so bad. Doesn't count as sexual assault? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> harassment at the very least. I'll give you sexual harassment. Or just remember, harass, one word. <laughs> See what you did there. Ooh.
I was holding that one in. Oh. But we did it. We really, really did it. Uh, well, <laughs> this is some exciting post-recording banter. <laughs> Indeed. I'm just, uh... All right, saving a thing. Doing a thing. There we go. All righty. Do... Do I need to keep uploading things? Which I can. Uh, uh, yeah, I have a uh, evening shift uh, t- uh, tomorrow and Thursday. Uh, you uploaded the one week I actually could upload, by the way. Yes, the main reason I did that was because Thanksgiving threw me off last week. And so I woke up Friday morning and got to, like, I don't know, 9 o'clock, maybe even 10. And I was like, oh, shit, I didn't cut together a Franken episode. I gotta do that. And just when I finished it, I went ahead and uploaded it. Yeah, I was looking uh, for the file Thursday night. It's like, where the fuck is the episode? Yep, I did. it wasn't ready Thursday night, because I forgot about it. Yeah, because I, uh, my typical work week, I, I work, uh, I'm not even sure what you would call it. I'm basically filling in for whoever's off. Yeah. I'm assuming we're still recording, so... Uh, Monday and Tuesday, I'm on day shift. Wednesday, Thursday, I'm on evening shift, which, uh, typically runs me getting home at 11 and, uh, 11 ish, I should say. And by that point, I'm just dead. I, I, the only thing I want to do is I want to, I want to be a lizard. I want to go to my lizard pad. I want to go sit on my heating pad, uh, and, uh, uh, try not to fall asleep on it. Right. That checks which, out. Which you had a damn good suggestion on getting one. <laughs> yeah, those things I'll, are nice. I'll probably uh, eventually get a proper like uh, office chair uh, with massaging action. But I just got a cheap heating pad to kind of test out to see if it works for me. But let's put it this way. First ev- uh, bad evening I laid on it, it pretty much almost knocked me out and put me to sleep. I've never been a big fan of the the massaging chairs. The the well, the actual well, well, the option, you know. Yeah, the ones that have the the like the the ones that just vibrate are, mm-hmm. uh, in my opinion, useless. But the ones that have got the little like roller balls or whatever they are that were like mm-hmm. need, um, those are pretty good. Not as good as getting an actual massage, but better than nothing, you know. Mm-hmm. So, don't mind. This will save now. Game award security will be tightened to prevent another stage invasion. Oh boy, right? <laughs> Yay. Alright. Time to put Oh, time to put Craig to bed. Good night, Craig.